This podcast sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo. A Cherry Hill Volvo and XC40 can be leased for as low as $459. And an XC90 leased for as low as $629. The Cherry Hill Volvo offers are very aggressive. Spring into Cherry Hill Volvo for incredibly fabulous offers. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. Yes, the uh, Target Corporation is closing a bunch of stores citing crime as the issue, including their Harlem, New York location. Is it crime? You bet. Of course it is. Crime is causing a lot of retailers to close their doors. Welcome back to the show. Glad you are here today. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. So much going on today. So much going on. All right. Uh, Let me play some audio for you. First of all, as you can imagine, the immigration issue, the illegal immigration issue, the border crisis, still the big issue of the day today as we're watching all this. In addition to the auto workers strike, in addition to the, the, uh, Local story in Philadelphia regarding the charges against Officer Mark Dial, which have been thrown out by a judge, even though Krasner is now deciding to refile the charges. We'll talk more about that as the show goes on as well, of course. Um, the the issue of the border and what's going on right now. First of all, here is the mayor of Eagle Pass, Texas. He's a Democrat. His name is Rolando Salinas. And this is what he's saying that needs to happen here. Cut number four. We need bigger action, better action from our federal government and the, the, the Mexican government as well. It's impacting our safety, it's impacting our economy. It's just a mess. It is a mess. And uh, he also said the city's at a breaking point right now. Cut number five. And, and the team here in El Paso has done an incredible job. The city, the county, we all work together to make sure that we provide a, uh, a bed and a warm meal for everyone. And uh, it, uh, But we are at a breaking point. We, we're, we're running out of hotels. We're running out of space. And when I talked to Chief Owens from the Border Patrol, he told us to prepare for about 2,000 crossings a day. Yeah, and that's just, I mean, things are just getting started right now in terms of what's the happening at the border. Now, Kevin McCarthy spoke with the press yesterday uh, and Jim Acosta, who uh, I guess made this comment from journalist internment camp somewhere in the in the trenches as he was sentenced to journalist internment camp under President Trump, former President Trump, many, many years ago. Uh, This is what Speaker McCarthy said regarding the border. Cut three. Something's got to change. If I can refer to your network, CNN, referred to yesterday that an open border is a talking point. Well, we just set a new record of 11,000 people came across illegally. The record was just Friday, a few days before, of 10,000. I'm not sure how you continue to report when you see what's going on across this nation. 
to continue to fund the government to secure the border, I think members should be able to be for that. You know, it's um, it's definitely a situation, too, when you've got people like Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York, calling out the National Guard to go deal with the situation. It, it, it stops being a conservative talking point and it starts being what is just the reality of everything in the situation. A big part of what's happening, of course, is crime. So Target is going to close nine stores, including their location in New York City, citing theft and employee safety. And this is what Target came out and said. We cannot continue operating these stores because theft and organized retail crime are threatening the safety of our team and our guests. And they're contributing to unsustainable business performance. I mean, Target did some of that themselves by having tucking bathing suits for kids and rainbow onesies, but still, I don't think that's the entire issue. I absolutely think it's the crime issue. It didn't help. I mean, they lost a lot of money during that fiasco. It didn't help. But you're talking about situations where you go into these stores and everything is behind lock and key. I mean, everything. Razor blades, combs, diapers, everything's under lock and key now. The other locations to be shuttered are in, and think of this, this murderer's Murderer's gallery here of, uh, of, of cities, San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, all cities that have been struggling with an epidemic of aggressive organized retail theft that has ramped up over the past few years. Target's announcement falls on the heels of another massive round of store closures, including Rite Aid, which filed for bankruptcy protection and is likely shuttering up to 500 stores in the coming months. Target said it invested heavily in strategies to stop the shoplifting in its stores, adding more security guards and theft deterrent tools, but to no avail. Despite our efforts, unfortunately, we continue to face fundamental challenges to operating these stores safely and successfully. Target was among the first major retailers to publicly blame crime for deterioration in its financial results, with its chief executive, Brian Cornell, sounding the alarm in May. When he said the company will be closely monitoring the safety of its employees as it weighs its options. Now, again, it didn't help that Target decided to invest heavily in, in onesies, to, you know, tucking onesies for kids and rainbow onesies. But at the very same time, the crime issue is very real for all these retailers. And they join Walmart and they join uh, other stores, Starbucks and others and saying, we're getting the hell out of these cities. We don't we don't want to be here if we're going to get robbed all the time. If people can walk out of the store with nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars worth of stuff. And as long as they don't go over ten thousand, there's nothing that can be done about it. In August, they said during the earnings call that violence and threats of violence surged one hundred twenty one hundred twenty percent during the five months of the year. And he said, our team, our team continues to face an unacceptable amount of retail theft and organized retail crime, unfortunately. Safety incidents associated with theft are moving in the wrong direction. Target said 96 stores in its chain of more than 2,000 remain open in the greater New York City market, employing more than 20,000 people. Continues to operate locations in Times Square, Union Square, Greenwich Village, Lower East Side, and Washington Heights. But for how long? How long is the question? How long is that going to is that going to is that going to continue? Because clearly. You know, they're getting sick and tired of writing off losses and they're getting sick and tired of not being able to keep their employees safe. It's a shame, too, because these neighborhoods need stores like this. They do. In many cases, they become wastelands. They don't even have the opportunity for people to buy fresh food because there's nowhere for them to shop. 
In addition to the immigration problem and the crime problem that's happening in our cities right now, you realize that Democrats in all of these places are being held accountable in new ways by people who are saying, uh, what are you guys doing exactly? What, what are you guys doing with all of this? Now, I don't know what Gavin Newsom is going to say when he debates Ron DeSantis. I imagine Gavin Newsom is going to do what he always does and lie and stand up there with that beautiful quaff of hair of his that uses lots and lots of petroleum and contributes to global warming as he sprays his pompadour every day. And he's going to lie and he's going to pretend like everything in California is just fantastic. But I also know that people are going to see right through it. He's planning this debate coming up with Governor Ron DeSantis. And I think it's a stupid idea for this debate to happen. And DeSantis is not a good debater, as you're going to see tomorrow night. Debating is not his strong suit. Gavin Newsom is very slick. He's got the silver tongue, as they say. He can go out there and he can spin a yarn and he can talk about his vision and he can lie. Will he talk about the fact that in San Francisco right now, crime is at such a, such a, a, a precipice that people are just fleeing the city? He's not going to take any blame for that. He's not going to take any responsibility for that. This is what DeSantis said about his upcoming debate with Newsom. Uh, cut number 10. I think it's an important debate for the country, not like saying who's better, Florida, California, because that debate is over because people have voted with their feet. They've left California and come to Florida, not the other way around. He has lost massive amounts of population. No governor in California history has ever witnessed population loss at all on net. And he's had it in Greg because it's because of the policies. He's driving people away. Uh, but what's the future for the country? The future for the country uh, for what the left would want to do is just double down on the California policies. And so I think it's, it would be an important debate. I think, I mean, I think he's definitely angling for it. I think Biden, uh, I don't think Biden is going to step down willingly. I think it's harder to dislodge somebody uh, who's an incumbent president than people assume it would be. But I think the Democrat establishment really, really is concerned, particularly, you know, if they have to run against somebody like me. I think that their view on Trump is that he will help energize the, their base to come out um, in ways that maybe some other Republicans won't. I'm, I don't know that that's true per se, the way they're thinking it, but I do think they think that. So I think they're looking for how do we get get, get away from this? Um, because, you know, Biden is floundering on the world stage. I mean, it's been really embarrassing to see what he's doing. Target's going to close three stores in the San Francisco area, in the Bay Area. This is so, this is one of the richest places in America, the Bay Area of California. I mean, it really is. It's beautiful to live out there, uh, and it's it's absolutely super expensive. You got a lot of money out there, and Target's closing three stores because of theft. Just think about that for a moment. Just think about that. San Francisco, Oakland, and Pittsburgh. Not Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh and uh, out in California. Now, think about what that means in terms of one of the richest areas in the country. Gavin Newsom, that's his record. This is the guy who could be running for president, but he's not going to turn around and take responsibility for any of this stuff. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. All he has to do is come out there and say, no, listen, listen, we 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 are we are turning things around right now under my watch since COVID and blame everything on COVID. San Francisco is now preparing to clear homeless camps after a court clarifies the definition of involuntarily homeless. This is insane. So San Francisco leaders are preparing to ramp up efforts to clean up and clear out homeless camps in the city after the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals clarify that people who decline shelter should not be classified as, quote, involuntarily homeless. 
The clarification could also be critical for other Western cities, which have struggled with the proliferation of homeless encampments on sidewalks and in public parks in the wake of two Ninth Circuit rulings that limited the enforcement of camping bans on people who have nowhere to go. I've seen people camping on the streets of Philadelphia, too. And this is something that every major city is going to have to grapple with. And a big part of it is the mindset of a lot of these leaders that say the streets are theirs. If they want to go camping on the streets, who are we to say no? Why should they just have to be camping in the woods? That sounds like camping privilege. San Francisco's mayor, London Breed, announced Monday that the clarification provides the city with a path forward to enforce laws against voluntarily homeless individuals. Voluntarily homeless. Voluntarily. (laughs) The clarification by the Ninth Circuit comes nearly a year after the city was sued by a coalition of advocates for the homeless who claimed that the city violated state and federal laws as well as its own policies on clearing homeless camps and trashing people's belongings. San Francisco has been hit with hundreds of questionable complaints from homeless residents seeking $10,000 payouts from the city for trashing their, quote, priceless belongings and for their pain and suffering. Obviously, you can't put a value on a cardboard box. In December, U.S. Magistrate Judge Donna Ryu issued a temporary injunction in the case that limited the city's ability to enforce laws against sitting lying or sleeping in public for people who are involuntarily homeless. In the wake of the injunction, the city was limited to clearing camps for health and safety reasons and to provide access to sidewalks and only after providing a 72-hour notice, according to the San Francisco Chronicle. Last year, the city counted, this is amazing, 7,800 homeless people living in the city. 7,800 homeless people in San Francisco. The camps are often littered with garbage and debris. They have have camps. They have homeless camps. The city engages thousands of unhoused people. They don't call them homeless, by the way. They call them unhoused. They don't say homeless. They go, they're unhoused. Thousands of unhoused people in encampments each year by offering shelter and services. And the city has made substantial improvements in its stock of supportive housing and shelters. But some people on the streets don't want to be sheltered. And they use tent encampments. Not primarily for housing, but to conduct illegal behavior like drug dealing, human trafficking and theft. And also s'mores because you have a tent. So obviously what else? I mean, duh. For months now, lawyers for the city and the Coalition on Homelessness have been arguing in court over who should be considered involuntarily homeless. It does not make sense that a person who rejects a shelter offer or has a shelter bed but continues to maintain a tent on the street should be considered involuntarily homeless. You believe how nuts this is? This is so crazy right now. The city of San Francisco is having a debate over whether somebody is voluntarily homeless or involuntarily homeless, as opposed to dealing with the fact that you've got 7,800 homeless people. And they don't know what to do with them. They have no idea what to do with them. How bad is this? This is California. This, I mean, if Gavin Newsom runs for president of the United States, which he definitely wants to do, That pompadour is just dying for the opportunity. Gavin Newsom's going to have to answer for this, but he won't. He'll make up some slick response about how his administration has expanded services and blah, blah, blah. And then he'll move on to trashing Trump and saying democracy's at issue. And, you know, and the media will give him a pass for the corporate media. They always will. But now we have a situation where you've got people who choose to maintain a tent on the street. And the city comes over and says, um, 
you may have missed the sign, but you can't camp here because it's a street and it's not a campground. And they go, well, we're not leaving. We are involuntarily homeless. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were voluntarily homeless. No, no, we're involuntarily homeless. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I missed that distinction here. Workers are getting updated training about what they can and cannot do to clear homeless camps in light of the Ninth Circuit's, Ninth Circuit's clarification. But they said they are getting prepared to begin enforcing anti-camping laws again. And by the way, if you are somebody with means, it's called glamping, street glamping, which is very, very nice. And I highly recommend it. A beautiful San Francisco night overlooking the bay. Go glamping with your friends right on the street. I mean, why would you pay a fee to camp at a campground when you can just, you know, boom, right there. Have the trolley go by. It's nice. Homeless advocates who sued the city will still be out interfering with their work. They will film our city workers. They will try to tell our workers that they can and cannot do this. But these activists are the same people who hand out tents to keep people on the street instead of working to bring them indoors as we are trying to do. And they are the same people instructing and encouraging people to refuse shelter, to remain on the street instead of going indoors. Their agenda is clear. Yes, it is clear. It is the agenda of the left. Well, it is the agenda of the left, which is it's your street. Who the hell are we to tell you you don't have a right to camp there? Now, I don't know when the last time you've been in Center City, Philadelphia was. But if you are in the city at night, which I don't recommend you do, I really don't. I had friends recently who said they wanted to go to dinner and we were trying to find a restaurant to go to dinner. It's like one of those nights where we have a babysitter, of course, Bridget and I, and they've got a babysitter. So it's like, where should we go? And I said, well, I'm going to be on the air till seven. So um, we can meet wherever you want. And then my one buddy said, well, what if we go to Philly? And his wife said, well, no, but my friend just got almost got carjacked the other night. Like almost got carjacked. So he said, well, why don't we just stay in South Jersey? We'll just stay in the Burbs or something like that. But the last time that Bridget and I were in the city and we were walking at night and, you know, you get that you get that feeling that Spidey sense. It goes, something's not right. But it was like as soon as the sun set, people started popping tents out on the street. I remember there was a we walked by a bank very close to City Hall. And, you know, this guy walks out, not out of the bank, but he just walks out and just, you know, he looks around and whips open a tent and these things pop right open. I mean, the technology is great. You know, they just, boom, the pop tent just pops right open and right in front of the bank. And then, you know, it's like it's a party and everybody comes over and they're all hanging out. And I'm thinking this is the middle of Philadelphia. This is the middle of the of the city of Philadelphia. So this is where we are. And um, they they say here the Ninth Circuit's clarification about what it means to be involuntarily homeless in the San Francisco case could end up some confusion or for what Western city governments can do to enforce anti-camping laws in the wake of the court's Martin and Grant's past rulings. This is when the court ruled back the Ninth Circuit, the Nutty Ninth, ruled that municipalities can impose criminal penalties against homeless people for sitting, sleeping, or lying on public property if they have no available shelter. And they also said in Oregon, Oregon cannot enforce anti-camping ordinances against homeless persons for the mere act of sleeping outside with rudimentary protection from the elements or for sleeping in their car at night when there is no other place in the city to go. Sleeping in their car, they're not, I mean, that's a very rare case. What we're talking about here is in cities where they literally pop open a tent and sleep there. And it's not the fact that there are not shelters for them. That's not the issue. The issue is the mindset that says they have a right to be there on the streets. 
But of course, with that brings all kinds of problems. It brings quality of life problems. It drives away people, tourists. It drives away people that want to go out to dinner. And then it causes tax issues to go down, tax revenue to go down. It has lots of other problems that go around with it. And it's a real problem. Uh, 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. I just got word. Oh, wow. It's, uh, I'm going to have to let my friends know. Uh, our next live show at the Grand Hotel of Cape May, New Jersey is October 13th. But I want to tell you about all the great specials that the Grand Hotel has going on. You know, I call it my happy place for a reason. I love it there. Here's what you need to do. Ready? Call the Grand Hotel. Make a reservation for your midweek stay using my name, Zeoli, Z-E-O-L-I, and you will get 15% off a midweek stay. You just have to use my name. That's it. You're going to love it there. Always book direct with them for the best rates. You're going to love the heated indoor pool. The kids are going to love that too. You'll love Hemingway's Restaurant. Great food. Chef David Mills does a phenomenal job with great steaks and seafood, handcrafted cocktails at the bar. And you'll love Cape May in, in October. You'll love Cape May in the fall. It's The crowds are gone. Weather's still great. Restaurants, you get a reservation. And uh, the outdoor Washington Mall, the promenade there, it's beautiful. You're going to love it. So now to the end of the year, use my name, Zioli, and get 15% off your stay. Always book direct with them to get the best rates. Call 800-257-8550, 800-257-8550, or visit grandhotelcapemay.com grandhotelcapemay.com and i'd love to see you there for our live show october 13th make your reservation today use my name zioli for your midweek stays z-e-o-l-i just tell them they'll know and we'll see you there at my happy place the grand hotel of cape may new jersey grandhotelcapemay.com call from mom answer it call silenced Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The Zioli Show, on your schedule, from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. What's the matter? You don't like street s'mores? Huh? You don't like street camping? You snobs. <laughs> you are jerks, you know that? You're 1% jerks. Sounds kind of fun. I'm going to have people mad at me. See, what happened is I thought <coughs> some friends wanted to come down to the live show on October 13th, but... They, it's, it's the Grand Hotel. 
basically they have they're, they're kind of i'm gonna get in a lot of trouble for my friends see they procrastinated too long they didn't let me know how many rooms they needed and they waited too long and now the grand hotel is <laughs> crushing it so i'm gonna recommend that they camp out <laughs> on the streets of the parking lot <laughs> wonder if they can do that uh, i guess no 50 <laughs> 50 shot 50 50 shot um yeah all right well what are you gonna do right we're very popular what can i say people want to come to the shows and people want to hang out and you know we're very very popular i'm so. looking forward to it are you and you're both coming this time yes the san matt the sanct the traitorous <laughs> i and won't be in europe you what i i said i will not you be will in not europe. be in europe no. and henry you will be there as well yeah if you'll have me of course i would have it no other way I'd have it no other way. I'm going to do my best to not get drunk on the air this time. I so. think you should get drunker. More you think drunk. I should get drunker? <laughs> yes. You know, the chef is such a nice guy. In the middle of the show, he comes over and hands me a bourbon, and I'm not going to not drink it. That'd be rude. You know what I mean? Of course. So, I hope he hands you two this time. <laughs> he also tried very hard to get us uh, to get some of the, the beautiful Cape May Tan Limes beer, but it's very hard to get. Now it's not the summer. I don't want Tan Limes anymore. Uh, and then we'll have dinner at Hemingway's restaurant. Watch Henry not get a lobster tail. <laughs> so, with the worst reason ever, he would look like a barbarian. If he <laughs> That's a, a good tail. I thought we were trying to maintain an image here. I don't understand how it's so difficult to eat a lobster tail and look dignified at the same time. You just use a fork and a knife. You're not. You don't. You're not eating it with your bare hands. Yeah. I might as well have been the way I eat things sometimes. Because you're a savage. I am. I am. <sighs> I'm not going to run from it. I'm not going to hide from it. It's who be I you. am. You be you. Yeah. All right? You be you, Henry. <laughs> if you were able to cut the steak, I just don't understand why you wouldn't be able to I'm not to putting butter sauce the... on a steak, man. Those oils, I know it's going to get on like my shirt and things like that. You cut and you dip. Cut and dip. You it, cut and I, Are you going to stay over DeSantis? I stay over every time, yeah. All right, because if not, people will pay a premium for your room. <laughs> just so you know. You'll probably sell it on the black market that night and get it. On October 13th. <laughs> the rooms are nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm there every time. Uh, <laughs> the best is that I think Henry was going to take Matt's room last time when you were in Europe, and yeah. then you didn't take it, and I gave it to a buddy of mine yeah. to take it. Right. And that jerk never even said thank you. So it was my buddy Rick Michelle Never even said thank you. Oh, well, I didn't even notice. Never I'm, even I'm, not, I'm not holding a grudge either. I am. So. <laughs> I am. All right, then you can do that for me. He's the last one who's going to get a room, I'll tell you that. <laughs> the last person. But we do. We will encourage you just to say you're involuntarily homeless and see how that works out for you in Cape May and pop a tent right in the, right in the, in the streets of Cape May. See how that works out. <laughs> Camping on the streets of Cape May. It'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that ends well. Somebody's no. going to do it, too, now that you suggested it. I highly don't recommend anyone uh, street camps in Cape May. It's a Republican town. It's a Republican county, Cape May. They're not going to put up with that crap. You could lay on a dead whale, though, as a beat. Like, use that as a bed. That'd oh, be nice Donald Trump end. talked about the dead whales. Did you know that? I didn't see that, no. Yes, he did. And Morning Joe mocked him for this. And Trump talked about the dead whales. It's good. It's like he's listening to the show. He just might. He just might. Wouldn't be the first time, that's for sure. I can tell you that. 
Donald Trump talked about the dead whales and the dead dolphins. I'm going to share that with you as the show goes on. But we're going to talk to you. We have some great guests joining us. You know, the Marine Corps Law Enforcement Gala is coming up. And McLeff, as it's known, the Marine Corps Law Enforcement Foundation is a great organization with the Marines and the cops working together to do some really great things and scholarships and everything else. So we're going to talk to some really important people about that in just a few minutes. So um, I will talk about Trump and the whales in the five o'clock hour. But yes, the former president pointing this out. And as usual, the little minions in the corporate media, people like Mika Brzezinski and Joe Scarborough mocking him as he's not a marine biologist. Well, marine biologists have been saying the exact same things, by the way, that the whales are dying because of the sonar mapping that is being done because of the wind mills. And Michael Schellenberger pointed that out in the new documentary that he has coming out. Might be out already. And we should, you know what, Matt, why don't we reach out to him and see if we can do a screening of that at the Grand Hotel? That'd be pretty cool. Let's do that. I subscribed to him on Twitter and I sent him a note and I told him we wanted to help spread the word about this. So, yeah, you can use a dead whale as sleep. What you do is you take a lightsaber and cut them open like a... The hell was that thing in Empire Strikes Back? Uh, Tauntaun? Tauntaun, yeah. Cut open a dead beluga like a Tauntaun and sleep <laughs> inside it. On the on the beach in Cape May. You could do that. I think they'd prefer the tents. Probably true. It'd be a lot warmer in the whale. It would be a lot warmer in the whale. I mean, it stinks, but it smells, but, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, all right. 855-839-1210 is the number. I got to put my phone away. My friends are idiots. They really are. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you, though, about Emmons Roofing and Siding, because Emmons is a wonderful, wonderful company. They do a lot for homeowners in our region, including me. By the way, you know, the house we live in now I first had Emmons do the roof when we moved in. I guess it was back 2018 or so. They did a great job, phenomenal job. Lifetime warranty on that roof. The color is Summer Harvest, and it's beautiful. Uh, then I said to Emmons, well, you know, I did such a great job with this. Let's do the windows and the doors as well. And they did a phenomenal job with that. In fact, Emmons also did, does remodeling projects, and they remodeled my kitchen and my bathroom. You can see their great work at EmmonsRemodeling.com or EmmonsRoofing.com. Or visit their design showroom in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Emmons serves our entire region, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, and the Jersey Shore. And they do great work because Matt and Stephanie, the owners, believe integrity is everything. Emmons is your one-stop shop for all of your home improvement needs. Kitchens, bathrooms, roofing, siding, windows, and doors. 856-556-3229. Get a free estimate. EmmonsRoofing.com or EmmonsRemodeling.com. You will love the great work they do. And you'll love the fact you'll be dealing with an honest and trustworthy company. And I can vouch for them because I've been using them for every major project in our home. And I plan on using them in the future for other projects as well. 856-556-3229. EmmonsRoofing.com. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the Odyssey app. All right. So I have the honor of welcoming to the show some uh, wonderful people. And let me try to not screw this up. So, Henry, I'll let you do the phones. Welcome back. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. First of all, let me welcome to the show. I'll start with Jerry. Jerry Connor is on the McLeff Philadelphia Committee. It's the Marine Corps Law Enforcement Foundation. 
Uh, and he joins me right now. Jerry, how are you? Doing well, Rich. I uh, hope uh, you and everyone there is doing well also. We appreciate that. Tony Boyle. Tony is uh, Chief Inspector, retired of the Philadelphia Police Department. He's on the McLeff Philadelphia Committee, the McLeff National Committee, and he is the 2023 McLeff Law and Order honoree after he served 47 years in the Philadelphia Police Department. Tony, great to talk to you again, Inspector. How are you? Good, Rich. How are you? Always a pleasure, Chief Inspector. Thank you for joining us today. Appreciate it. And allow me to welcome to the show, it's a great honor, the Medal of Honor recipient, Marine Corps Colonel Harvey Barnum Jr. Uh, Sir, how are you today? Well, Rich, uh, doing real well, and I'm and I'm glad you're taking this time to uh, get us together and talk about the Marine Corps Law Enforcement Foundation's upcoming gala on the 28th of uh, of uh, October at the Rivers Casino. So we appreciate your support as in past years. So we're ready to uh, answer your questions and and uh, get people fired up about attending. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, let's begin. Jerry, tell tell us about the event this year, what we can expect, and uh, let's go from there. Well, Rich, uh, as uh, you're well aware, and we'll make your listeners aware of the the McCleff Gala each year is uh, it's it's our big event. It's um, you know what raises the most amount of money for the Philadelphia Committee. Uh, it gets together. Um, supporters of law enforcement, of the military, uh, but primarily uh, it, it allows uh, the attendees and the supporters to get to uh, be in a social atmosphere with heroes uh, like Colonel Barnum and other Medal of Honor recipients. But the winners of the night, the reason for the night is for the kids. It's for to raise money for uh, scholarships, educational scholarships for children uh, whose parents uh, were killed in the line of duty, who who made the ultimate sacrifice. And and Tony and the Colonel will tell you the foundation of our future relies on children, and children's foundation relies on education, and ultimately. You get to come here, you get to see the military dress, you get to see the pomp and circumstances, but ultimately you get to see the reason why McCleff exists. And uh, that's why we invite everyone to attend if they can or purchase an ad in our program book in memory of someone you lost, maybe in support of someone who's deployed, um, and just, just you know be a supporter of such a worthwhile cause. I got to tell you, you know, Colonel Barnum, uh, this is a really amazing, and I, I hope the audience understands, and it's not very often you talk to somebody uh, who has a, a ship named after him, and it's a real honor to have you on the, on the show today, because the United States Navy actually named uh, a destroyer with your name, the, the Harvey C. Barnum Jr. I think that that is absolutely incredible. Congratulations for that. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, we... Uh we christened her uh, uh, the last uh, weekend of July, and we'll end up commissioning her in Norfolk in 2025. And uh, a, a great number of, uh, of the Philly and New York uh, members of Marine Corps Law Enforcement Foundation were on deck to help Martha and I do that. My wife was, uh, was a sponsor, 
And she was the one that broke the bottle over that ship. And uh, it was quite a time. It, we're very honored and, and humbled. I bet. I, I think that that's uh, amazing. And, and I, I think it's really amazing that you're going to come up to Philadelphia for this. Uh, the Arlie, I hope I'm saying this correct, the Arlie Burke-class destroyer built to simultaneously wage war against submarines, aircraft, and missiles. It's, it places 9,500 tons. Uh, also is able to go against other warships and uh, will be equipped for ballistic missile defense. It's a 510-foot guided missile destroyer. Uh, that's absolutely incredible. I, I, I mean, well, I just have chills thinking about it. Well, you know, the Arleigh Burke class is the workhorse of the fleet, and we're very excited about it. And, and Martha and I, matter of fact, we just visited uh, some of the members of the pre-commissioning unit in Norfolk, Virginia. There's 100 sailors aboard already going through training. There'll be over 300 aboard the ship. But we were down there on, on, on Friday to pump them up a little bit and tell them what we expected. And we're also there for the initiation of the, of the newly selected chiefs, which is a, is a big thing in the United States Navy. But uh, so uh, I, I, we're just uh, we're thrilled. And we look forward to when we, uh, as I said, many of the McCliff uh, guys and gals were up in uh, Bath, Maine for the for the christening, we hope they're going to be down in Norfolk uh, for the commissioning because uh, we're all family. We're all family. And, you know, that being said, we're gathering together in Philly uh, on the 28th, uh, and I hope, I hope the listeners can, can attend. But if they can't, then they can assist uh, with donations. So if they'll go to mclephila.org, they'll see how that they can obtain tickets and or or donate. You know, I was just reading the latest newsletter that McClef put out. And the last three pages are lists of the benefits that were paid out this year. And the bottom line was over $1,342,000 across McClef uh, throughout the United States. And, and Philadelphia, they raised a big chunk of that. So you want to help the future of our country the youth, because they're the future leaders uh, that either come join us, have a good time, and or uh, make a donation to the Marine Corps Law Enforcement Foundation. Well said. And Chief Inspector Tony Boyle, let me ask you, as the 2023 McClef Law and Order honoree, how does that make you feel? And, and tell me your thoughts about the upcoming event. Well, Rich, it makes me uh, feel that the local community... Uh, lowered their standards uh, much too much this year. Uh, but, you know, I'm just honored to be part of this group and uh, part of the best charity that I know of uh, around. It serves not only uh, our military, but also our law enforcement. And over the course of uh, its existence from 1995, they've awarded over $91 million uh, in educational bonds and assistance for uh, segues for vets or uh, remodeling their homes uh, for accessibility, uh, cranial helmets for the uh, children of Marines who whose children uh, require them. And just there's never been a Philly police officer killed in the line of duty since McCleff was uh, created where uh, our kids 
uh, have not received assistance from uh, McClef. And uh, I'm just, I couldn't be prouder uh, of the organization, even even though I'm an airman and not a Marine, uh, but I'm law enforcement and I love the charity. I, I, hey, Rich, I let, yes, let, yes. Let me, let me add one thing. You know, there are a lot of great uh, charities around this country. And if you look at what their CEOs make, it, it sort of is, uh, is, it concerns me. Marine Corps Law Enforcement Foundation, one paid girl, three days a week. Everything else is done by volunteers. Now, if that's not uh, where the rubber meets the road, everybody putting their shoulder to the wheel and keeping it going, I don't know what is. So, as I said, we're doing the right thing at the right time for the right reasons, all with only one gal. The rest of it's all volunteers. It's not every day that I get to talk to a Medal of Honor recipient. So would you, would you be kind enough uh, to tell us the story of your service in Vietnam, sir, and, and, and what ultimately led to the well-deserved uh, recipient of uh, you being the well-deserved recipient of the medal? Well, let's save that for another time. Today on this, uh, on this segment that you're uh, filming, it's not about Barney Barnum. It's about Barney Barnum being a member of the team the Marine Corps law enforcement team. So let's, uh, let's uh, talk about what it's all about today, and that's, and that's uh, coming together. You know, there's going to be uh, three other Medal of Honor recipients there, Jake, Jack Jacobs uh, from New Jersey, Brian Thacker from Maryland, and hopefully Mike Thornton. Uh, he's had some knee surgeries. He'll be in from Texas. But we're there to, to, to uh, wave the flag to... to uh, uh, recognize uh, people like Tony, who is getting the Law Enforcement Award, and, 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 and other Citizenships Award, and students uh, uh, that will be receiving our benefits, the education. So that's what it's all about. It's not about us. It's about what we accomplish. And we hope that we're going to hit the ball out of the park. So uh, let's, uh, we appreciate you, Rich. Uh, being a supporter as you have in the past, as you get out to a lot of people, a lot of people listen to what you have to say. So um, that's what today's all about. So let's uh, let's keep our eye on the ball and and, and uh, it's very modest. Out of the park. Hey, Rich, hey, Rich, if I can parlay that just for one second, I, I, it's an ex- extraordinary story that the Colonel has, and and I hope you get to listen to it. Maybe someday you'll have him on and get to hear that story, but. If any of your listeners want to hear that story face-to-face, they can certainly buy a ticket to this gala and, 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 and just, you know, hear it face-to-face right from Barney himself right in person. Uh, well said. Well said. I mean, I've got a story right here, and I could read it, but you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'll, I'll have everybody do that. I just know that. Just know this. He saved a lot of lives. He and, and, and his fellow Marines saved a lot of lives that day at that battle. Uh, in North Vietnam. But that's what we will save that for the gala, of course. And again, all the details on the gala are on the website. But let me again give the details. Saturday, October 28th, 2023, uh, the 2023 McLeff Philadelphia Gala. It's going to be at the Rivers Casino. It's black tie optional. Bridget and I are going to be there, which we're looking forward to it. I, it's black tie optional. I have no idea if my tux will still fit. <laughs> 
Well, I, I'm in the same boat as you. I got I got uh, a, a rental place on call just in case. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rich, if I can also, I want your listeners to know what a, what a great supporter you are. Oh, of McClab- stop. It's not about me. If it's not about the, the Colonel, it's certainly not about me. I know, but the, I just want everyone to know, those people who, who think they can do your job, one of our auction items this year is you get to bid on a chance to co-host the Rich Zioli Show. And, and I want people to realize just how easy it is to be a talk show host in the Philadelphia region. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that brought in a, a good amount of money for us last year. That money, like the colonel was saying, you know, is, is going directly to, uh, to, to these scholarships and, and to assist these, these children. And, and we really appreciate everything you do. And maybe we'll all sit around over a bourbon and uh, talk about uh, Barney's story at the gallery. I think that sounds wonderful, and I look forward to somebody bidding to be my co-host for all four hours of a show of their choosing. And uh, last year's recipient, George Paquetto, is going to be in studio with me. Uh, George Paquetto won that last year. He's going to be co-hosting with me on Friday, October 6th from 3 to 7 p.m., so it's going to be a lot of fun. Your chance to bid to be my co-host at the Marine Corps Law Enforcement Gala on October 28th coming up so be generous contribute every way you can any way you can this is an incredible cause it's one of my absolute favorite nights uh of of the year uh every single person there that night is deserving of our respect and our admiration uh you you three are are included in that and uh, despite the fact that you are i consider you friends and so thank you for for everything you do and it's going to be a wonderful night saturday october 28th mclef org mcclefphila.org i'll post a link as well and and and, and jerry this year we, we hope it's going to be a, the a record breaker for us and we'll do amazing things with that money sounds good to me and i think you'll get more money for the bid that goes with you if that's the day uh that DeSantis matt is uh, going to be calling in sick yeah he well he should you know why because DeSantis <laughs> is useless and and whoever comes in that day could also if they want they could also guest produce in addition which basically involves doing nothing because he does nothing on the show well yeah he, he can hang out with the mcclef people and learn what it is to actually contribute <laughs> all right well jerry connor thank you for all you do tony boyle chief inspector of the 2023 mcclef law and order honoree and of course the man himself the medal of honor recipient Colonel Barnum, gentlemen, thank you for your time. God bless you. Thank you for all you do for us. And we will see you October 28th. Thanks, Rich. Rich. Bye, charge on. All right, guys. Thank you. The Rich Zioli Show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. And we have uh, 30 minutes of nonstop talk coming up for you. It was just announced, I guess, Senator Chuck Schumer, the majority leader, just announced they have a deal to uh, keep the government open. So I'll give you the details on that. Of course, locally, we have all charges dropped against the Philadelphia police officer, uh, despite the fact that Larry Krasner, the absolute disgrace of a district attorney, uh, plans to bring charges, uh, has already done, has already filed charges against him. I'll give you all the details on that. Plus, Joe Biden uh, can't speak, as we all know, this time around. He was trying to pronounce something, and it didn't go very, very well. Uh, Former President Trump is defending the whales and the dolphins, uh, despite the fact that the wind turbines are killing them 
And in response to that, he gets mocked by the clowns on Morning Joe. So we got a lot to talk about. 30 minutes of nonstop talk straight ahead. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.